gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Okay, welcome in. Tuesday edition, three dudes with a view. It's another rainy, cloudy day here in Middle Tennessee. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, is still out there driving the bus. Can you hear me, Clayton? I can hear you, Del. Good morning. Good morning. And Mr. Jim York is not joined us yet, and I haven't... He is in a meeting this morning and is hoping that he'll be able to get on by the end of the meeting. Good deal. So. All right. Well, Mr. York, we are missing you. Uh, and regular special guest, dude, uh, favorite son of Columbia, Ron Hart. How are you doing? Good morning. All right, Ron. You've got your <coughs> excuse me, your column this week, which runs in about... 60 newspapers or websites or whatever around the country, around the world. And it's entitled, New Speaker Gets to Run the Best Prostitution Ring on the Potomac. Speaking of Kevin McCarthy, says, after a rancorous debate, <clears throat> the GOP, which fumbled the midterm election and then only won a thin majority in the House, elected a leader, California Republican Kevin McCarthy, will take House Majority Leader's Nancy Pelosi's seat. I hope he sprays the seat with Lassol before he sits on it. Nancy Pelosi will be removed from leadership <clears throat> since her party is in the minority now. Pelosi passed on becoming minority whip, saying that sounded like something her husband might like. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah. And uh, let's... I like that guy. Who wrote that? What's that? That's good stuff. Yeah, Ron Hart. Who wrote that? That's good stuff. Ron Hart wrote it. Uh, Yeah, Minority Whip sounds like, it's also sounds like maybe a bar in her San Francisco district. I don't know that for sure. And what I didn't um, hear this, she she said she made some speech about loving growing up on a farm. Yeah, she grew up in Baltimore. She used to go to a farm out in Maryland. I I said, she went to a farm. It was probably Boone's farm. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. This is what's wrong with Washington. I'm going to write a little bit about this week, but these these people like, well, Biden, first, first of all, this Biden, thing, I know you're going to talk about it, but this Biden, thing, I'll write about that with the, with the documents. Forget the hypocrisy. I, I was in D.C. where I went to this program in Georgetown, and I worked for Bill Brock, the U.S. Trade Representative, and was right next to the White House. This top secret thing they talk about, these documents, they're not. Look at these people in government. Do you think they know something we don't know? <laughs> they're not that smart. Uh-huh. They're self-important. They mark these documents top secret. I mean, you know, if they let them out there, they're probably counterintelligence. In other words, if, you know, if we, if the America's going to turn left, they'll tell the Chinese we're going to turn right. So I'm sure a lot of it's bull. Most of drab, boring stuff. I, I mean, just think about it. What do these guys know that we don't know? They want it to seem like they're self-important. And also, I'm, I'm not excusing Biden or Trump for doing what they did. I think Trump took documents. He probably took FBI documents where they tried to frame him. Or get him in trouble just to protect his, his his tail when he got out of office, or have something over the government, so they wouldn't go after him as aggressively as they did. But you talk about the the double standard with Biden, no breed on raid. Uh, the media is there, just you know, just he's got stuff in his garage. And he's had mm. it for six years. You know, Trump told him he had him. He had, you know, they, they were negotiating with lawyers that kept him locked up at Mar-a-Lago. Knucklehead, you know, Biden 
has them in his garage next to his you know vintage Corvette next to his DuPont mansion, which no one talks about. Why in the world is a public servant, a guy like him, who never made over 100, he's probably averaged about $150,000 a year for the last 40 years in government. How does he have the net worth he has? How does he have a, a beach, two beachfront homes in Delaware, plus all these different other things China without and digging Ukraine. deeper? China and Ukraine. Yeah. <laughs> The Hunter Biden exactly. washing There's machine. No other way they can do it. Uh, you know, know why, why we just look the other way on this thing because it's become more and more AOC the same way, and their net worth they go into Congress with a net worth of two hundred thousand dollars, you know, one hundred seventy-eight thousand dollars salary. Somehow, voila, in five years they're worth twelve million, eight million. I mean, no. And who asks questions about that? That's the bigger question. Why is Biden living in the Dupont Mansion? A guy who went right into government, right out of right out of law school. You never had a job. Yeah, I, job. I agree, Ron. It's, uh, of course, mm-hmm. you know, the Obama never had a, a job other than as a community activist, and now he's a multi-multi-millionaire with I don't know how many different houses or whatever. Um, yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah, that's, that's the bigger question, you know. And and I know he married a doctor, but she ain't the kind that makes money. She's a teacher, and, uh, so I, I just don't see how, you know, that he's he's done that. That's the bigger question. I'd much rather someone be wealthy, like a Mitt Romney or or, or Donald Trump, who already made their net worth to go into government and don't need the money. They're less susceptible to bribes, to the swamp, the temptations of the swamp than someone who doesn't have any money goes in there and ends up with a lot of money. That's just that's not the way it's supposed to be. And the more socialist it is, the more wealth goes to the top. You look at Fidel Castro, multi-billionaire. Look at uh, Putin, multi-multi-multi-multi-billionaire. Venezuela. And so, the, the, yeah, Venezuela. You know, capture the oil reserves, or even Iran or Iraq. You know, where's where's theology, the theocracy over there? It's they all take the the assets of the country. In the more left wing they move, theoretically in their rhetoric, the the, the wealthier the leaders become. You know, socialism is really good for those at the top of it. Yeah, it doesn't work so good for um, and but what's going on in Venezuela is really not socialism. It's just uh, 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 you know, a dictatorship where the dictator's just taking in all the money. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's, yeah. that's not, yeah. not much social good being accomplished there of, of any. Yeah, sort. when you have one one asset like oil in the case of Venezuela or Iraq or Iran and even the Saudi Arabia with the princes, you have one big asset that you commandeer as your own then you kind of you know dribble out some money to the to the people you know and that you, you define history you define the, the press you control the press you control the, the narrative the democrats are trying to do that in america where they control the media the press there's you know there's three things of, of tyranny that you, that you usually see usually is, is a you know, charismatic leader promising people the world i.e socialism i'll take money from him to give you two they control the media and the press uh, the narrative on everything you can see that clearly in America, and thirdly, they take guns from people, so they can't fight back when it gets ugly. And those are three very uh, consistent themes of totalitarianism, uh, be, it, be it Hitler to, to Stalin to, to, to Mussolini. It's all it's the same playbook. And uh, you vilify the you know, eat the rich, you vilify the rich as greedy, and you point to them as greedy. While the whole time you're just stuffing your pockets with, with the with the you know with the treasures of the country. There you go. And then, Ron, you know, yesterday, as a matter of fact, President Biden doubled down. You know, he's he's trying to get a, a, an assault ban, gun ban passed through Congress. 
uh, you know, we had one in the 80s. It didn't affect the numbers a bit. So why, so why they still won't want to you – know, it was repealed. I mean, the, the, yeah. it was enacted under Bush that it was – uh, it, it sunsetted, it, it uh, expired, and the numbers didn't move one way or the other. Uh, it, no, it's, they, they don't talk about this Hollywood-driven video games, which desensitize kids to murder and, and mayhem. You know, they go in there and murder someone in the room. They don't talk about mental health. And, you know, there's Quentin Tarantino movies where he you know, he's just way out there left this, you know, person where they smoke all through the movie, they're gritty, they shoot people every other scene. Uh, same way, you know, it, it, it just—they don't talk about what feeds them money. They just talk about somebody taking assault weapons from the average Americans. And then what they do every time they do this, it just increases sales of assault weapons. I have five. If he does it again, I'll go get my six one. Yeah, I tell you what—they come—they come to me, want me to register it. I'm gonna say no dice. Yep, yep. Keep you just go get another gun. But Biden doubled down again yesterday on the. You know, when somebody pointed out the purpose of the Second Amendment is not to have a, you know, a hunting shotgun. The purpose of the Second Amendment is was it was passed at a time when we had had to take up arms against tyranny, to wit, the British government, King George, and the uh, the purpose of the Second Amendment was to reserve the right to the people to take up arms against tyranny again. If yeah. it became a well, a well-armed militia, right? In the words, the well-armed militia in there. I mean, you have the right to that. Uh, yeah, and you know, it sounds like to me when he does this speech, he's done this speech before about assault weapons. He threatens America. He says, basically, yeah, you got assault weapons, but we got nuclear. And, and why is it you against us? Well, no, what he did, did what he happen? said, and, I, and the first time, you know, I might have thought it was a gaffe, but he's he said it on several occasions. Said, uh, you're not going to need an assault weapon to take up arms against the United, a tyrannical United States. You're going to need an F-15, which, you yeah. know, I mean, that necessarily no, means that he's willing to use F-15s on the American people. Don't, I mean, what what other logical conclusion is there? Ron. Yeah, that's all. It's a threat to the American people. It's a boastful threat. Like he's in some, some you know, public swimming pool in Delaware in the 40s. You know, he and Corn Pop are threatening each other. This is, and this guy's not in touch with things. And clearly, doubling back to this document thing, this, this, this thing, clearly someone within this, you know, Illuminati Democrat Party, whoever's putting those words in the teleprompter for him, has decided to throw them to the wolves by letting these documents out there. How do you have these documents six years sitting in the garage? Two different places, and and they held them past the midterm, the November fourth election, plus the the Warnock, Herschel Walker election. They held it, to, you know, past that to release it. So they didn't want to hurt the party, you know, with it. But now they got two years of cruising, two years of you know, before they run another election, and this is where the presidential election begins. Right now, basically, they're 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 in the starting gates for that, right? They're right. revving their engines. Right. And and they just throw him under the bus. This is this is a has all the trappings of a Hillary Clinton, uh, you know, left wing kind of coup, if you will. They they knew he's incompetent. They knew he was he was not going to be able to do well. But right now they're just basically throwing he, he and, and you know Trump under the bus. I mean, if you had those documents, I mean, my view is, and it, and it sounds bad, but Burham, <laughs> Richard Nixon, wish he'd done that. Yeah, I mean, yep. there's no good to anybody. I mean, you know, Obama would have done it. Hillary did it with her with her you know cell phone. Yes, she sure did. <laughs> not only deleted the email, she bleached bit her, her you know a server in her house. So it was premeditated what she was doing. She controlled the server. 
she controlled the the, the blackberries and and all the things. She bleached bit, which is beyond not to mention like burning down your house, breaking down the cell yeah. phones with hammers. Yeah, exactly. So that's my kind of politician. I like that. There we go. Just. <laughs> Job done. Yeah. No, I just, it's, you know, so this, this is clearly an inside job and, and, and a, a clearly something that the Democrats don't want. But I don't know where their bench is. Uh, 60 Minutes or, or what is it? CBS Sunday Morning did a profile on this kind of Obama like uh, politician who became governor of Maryland. That may be their next, you know, person. They, you know, he's got cares, charisma, he's an ex military guy, yada, yada, yada. You know, talks in circles like Obama said. He talks, it sounds flowery, but it's nothing. Uh, he's going to take a new approach to property and, you know, and all this other stuff. So I, I think they may be promoting him. But I, I think the the press, and I don't know who who's banging the drums. I'm, I always wonder, the Democrat Party, a bunch of hacks in Washington, D.C., I wonder if it's not the media that really tells them the agenda because they control the narrative news every night. Plus, they tell them what the agenda is going to be. And they're so scared of the media turning on them. It's clearly, right it's clearly a partnership, Rob. It's clearly a partnership. It's a partnership. I just wonder who's living. It's partnership between the media and the Democratic Party. There's no doubt about that. Right. Uh, yeah. The, uh, who drives the agenda? It's a checks and balance situation where, you know, the politicians uh, don't get out of line and the media goes after the ones that, that stray? It's it's, a, it's clearly a partnership. They You know, they compare notes every day and, uh, and plan where they're going. Uh, yeah. You know, and they vilify the other side as racist or whatever. You know, here's a government. We talk about Biden's F-16. Here's a guy who left all our military stuff in Afghanistan. He doesn't know how to get that out of there. Uh, January 6th, they couldn't defend our capital against the the, the cast of Duck Dynasty. (laughs) You came in there with no guns. (laughs) You know, if you can't do that. I believe you you say here in your column, the cast of Duck Dynasty and Braveheart. <clears throat> yeah, Braveheart. Yeah, he's got. They go in there. They, All right. they go in there and monkey with. The, yeah, we're we're taking we're taking a break. We'll be back. All right. Local Buick and GMC dealership first for new or pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Parks Motor Sales. At Parks, professional sales staff makes shopping easy. Buick and GMC financing can put you in the conditions, keep vehicles running great. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. Go online to parksmotorsales.com. Find your favorite vehicle. Then stop by Parks at 919 Nashville Highway for a test drive. Parks GMC. We are professional grade. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. A while back, I told you a story about Packer, our mascot, that Don found in the garbage truck after someone had thrown her out. Well, since then, I've been asked several times about Packer. Is she a dog or is she a cat? 
I guess I never thought to say, but she's a pit bull mix. And you can see a picture of her sitting in the driver's seat of Don's service truck on our website, garbagemaninc.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Okay, folks, welcome back. Three dudes with a view. I'm dude number three, Delk Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. I think he's walking in the building. I am. Good morning, Delk. Good, Good morning, morning, Clayton. Bye. All right, dude number one, Mr. Jim York is in a meeting, uh, and we hope he'll join us shortly. Uh, we've missed him the last couple of days. Regular special guest, dude, favorite son of Columbia, Ron Hart. How you doing, man? Good morning. All right, you pointed out that the January 6th, uh, whatever they were partiers rebels uh you know it looked like the cast of braveheart and duck dynasty uh we are witnessing you know i've never seen anything like it the greatest political uh persecution i think that's ever occurred in this country uh they are prosecuting the federal government you know Cans. Somebody once said when I went to work for the U.S. Attorney's Office, I said, "Go, you know what? Uh, what does the U.S. Attorney's Office do?" And they go, "Don't worry about it." Said, "You've committed five federal crimes since breakfast. When they want you, they come get you." And uh, right. that's what they've chosen to do. And what they've displayed fully for the American people is, is that they can, they've they've identified and indicted about nine hundred people. 
Yeah. The federal government can do that. They could do that in uh, Seattle. They could do that in um, yeah. And uh, Ferguson. They they could have done it in Ferguson. They could have, they could do that in Portland. They just choose not to. And then, yep. you, you know, if you think about Southerners, and I travel south a lot, is when this thing happened. They, first of all, no one's killed. Uh, they killed unarmed intruder you know, woman. Ron, yet I still, I still see people saying that several police officers were killed. Zero. Yeah, I mean, absolutely crazy. zero officers were killed. Or uh, yeah, yeah. And for the most part, unarmed. They just stormed the the the, the Congress, which is the people's house if you read about andrew jackson and stuff people would come to the people's house is our house we pay for it i mean i don't know what the notion is there we can't protest i get that there this is more of a you know trespassing issue for the that's most exactly part. what it is yeah and then they put up billboards the fbi which is in you know hand in glove with the democrat party they put billboards all the south interestingly enough i'm sure it's probably disproportionately southerners uh, they put up these billboards all over the South trying to, you know, anybody's January 6th, tell us about them, you know, blah, blah, blah. make that effort when we, when there's a murderer that's, you know, murder and raping thing, make that effort of BLM when they burn down torch buildings and kill people up in Portland and, and Seattle. You don't see billboards there to, you know, turning people in. So it's a one sided situation. And what's funny about this Biden document well, thing. Well, to, to be an insurrection, Ron, you must have some rational. Belief, rational or reasonable belief that that an insurrection can actually be accomplished. Now, what was Moose Man going to go in there and have himself sworn in as Speaker of the House? I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean this is they yeah, had a, no hope. No, no, you know, they had no hope. I mean, you know, the thing was brought under control quite rapidly, and, and there, you know, thousands and thousands of policemen in the D.C. area, and not to mention National Guard troops, and you know, could, could have been called yeah. in, should have been called like, in before the, these events ever occurred. Yeah, and then and then they quake in their boots. The like ALC says, you know, she's harrowing, you know, event like she'd been to Vietnam in the jungle fighting. Which turns out she was five blocks away. You know, they all tell these self-aggrandizing stories about their valor during this time, how scared they were. But look, try to live in the south side of Chicago. Try to live in a, a, a meth-head neighborhood in North Georgia. Uh, that You know, it's scary out there. And these people aren't used to that. They have security guards. And that's the problem with the Capitol Police, at the end of the day, they're a feckless group of Keystone cops who really just go get sandwiches for Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi and drive them to their private, their, their personal jets paid for by the government. I think I said in the last column, you know, Nancy Pelosi faces her most uh, fearsome fear in life. She's going to have to fly commercial now. Well, you know, yeah, I, yeah. And, and Ron, to your point, though, I'm looking here at an article about one of these January 6th guys who was actually found not guilty. He was acquitted at his trial. He was charged with obstruction of justice uh, to wit, obstruction of the proceedings of Congress to uh, count the electoral votes. And basically, I mean, this is just uh, this goes to your point about Braveheart and Duck Dynasty. I mean, the the court basically found that this guy was too stupid to even have any criminal intent. Uh, he gets on YouTube afterward and he says, "I had accomplished my goal. I pled, I bled the blood of Jesus on the Senate floor. You know, I praised the name of Jesus on the Senate floor." Black said in a video, "That was my goal. I think that was God's goal." And then the judge, in dismissing the case, uh, said that uh, 
prosecutors failed to prove that his intent was to disrupt Congress or even whether Black was familiar with the proceedings occurring that day. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, Doug, how many times is Code Pink in the audience of a congressional hearing get pulled out of there? Do they go to prison for a year? Do they get incarcerated without charges? Code Pink women? In the back of Congress, how many times have we seen that happen in America? Or, or in, or in those. Uh, and by the way, though, what happened to Code Pink? I mean, they've just disappeared from the planet now that the Democratic Party has become the warmongering party. You know, um, yeah. the uh, people. There's another article here that the the, uh, uh, the Russians have developed a it's a nuclear tip torpedo, and basically that they. They fire it at the coastline, and I mean, it just destroys. Hell, it destroys the planet like any other stuff. But they they are they are threatening to fire this nuclear tip torpedo at the United Kingdom at at Britain because Britain is training troops for Ukraine. Now, people, you know, where where is Code Pink? Where, where, why are we getting so involved? You know, we're we're not just shipping them a few tanks anymore. We're active partners, yeah. and the U.S. is training uh, Ukrainian troops as well. I believe in uh, Germany, maybe. It's and, another proxy war. We're getting involved in these proxy wars. Is you know, but let's close the loop on January sixth real quick. The only thing I want to really remind people, okay, is you see these indictments for, for the uh, January sixth people. It's all done in Washington D.C. courts. Uh, that uh, that are 95% voted for Hillary or, or Biden or Obama. 95% right? Democratic, so think, no way to get a fair trial. Right. Yeah. So this is not, you don't you don't get a guy from, you know, Anderson, Alabama, who went up there, who gets tried in Anderson, Alabama. Nope. By his peers, right? He gets tried in Washington, D.C. by by a, a group of left-wing bureaucrats who are protecting their turf and their, their meal ticket up there. And this is why this is why I will never ever go to Washington D.C. again. And uh, yeah. I, you know, I, I I was reading an old column of my dad's from the '70s where you know he visited Washington and said you know it gave him goosebumps or whatever. It doesn't, it doesn't give me anything but gas. <laughs> and, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it's just. Yeah, I was a little like you know, I, I was I had a little Potomac fever. I do like you know the, like D.C. and always love government. It was fun. There's no no lifestyle, right? It's, it's Hollywood for ugly people. Oh, it's just like the Capitol and the Hunger Games, you know, funny costumes, stilted language, you know, uh, detachment from reality. It's it's just no different. Uh, and it's gotten too far. I don't know how you do an insurrection now. I mean, I, you know, I guess you got obviously do it at the voting booth, and um, you know, but some of the Republicans like the hot tubs and the lim- limousines and the lobbyist money as much as the as the, as the Democrats. I mean, you got to get past that. Well, the Republican is fractured right now. To your point, Ron, though, how do you do an insurrection now? And what I've been reading a lot about lately is uh, Scotland uh, acquiring home rule from the United Kingdom. And it took them a while, but they eventually were allowed to vote on it. And they've got their own parliament, their own prime minister. They're still a part of the United Kingdom. and they set their own taxes, you know, vote on what roads to build, what, what social programs. We have that here. We have states' rights here, right? So we have a, a form of that here, right? Well, yeah, but it ain't working. And um, right. 
and and so but they they basically negotiated uh home rule and were allowed to vote on it they had two different options they could vote for full independence or they could vote for uh to be a part of the uk with home rule and their own parliament and their own prime minister that's what they voted for then too have home rule but remain a part of the uk you know there are significant parts of this country i think that could begin the process and we should begin the process of negotiating uh home rule real home rule not the home rule that's been taken from us in the federal system and that would include most of the red states who would also include uh almost all of eastern california eastern oregon eastern washington downstate illinois these places live under tyranny. They're basically occupied territories, no different than German-occupied territories during the Second World War. And, um, and, and, and it's time, and you say, well, what, what makes you think we can do that peacefully? Well, first of all, almost all of our military is men and women from red states. They're not going to turn against their own kind. Second of all, I, I just have this fantasy about having the first Ohio mustered out of Cleveland again. My God, if you got every youth, you know, 18 to 23-year-old youth out of Cleveland, you wouldn't, you, would get, you wouldn't get any soldiers, that's for sure. You wouldn't get anybody that's coachable out of there at all. Come you try know. to fight us in the backwoods. Oh, uh, yeah. not anybody who's, you know, not going to do anything but run like hell the minute the shots are fired, you know. And, well, I don't think it comes to that, hopefully. I hear what no, you're saying. No, it doesn't come to that. We can, it doesn't come to that, but I think there should be at some point, if we sail on this trajectory, and this trajectory stays the way it is. I think this should be a negotiated, you know, yes. Paris peace treaty where we go in there and say, okay, we, we were different people. We have different objectives. Let's be like North Dakota and South Dakota. No, I, uh, I, I, at the end, they'll kick and scream, but at the end of the day, they'll realize they really just don't have much choice. And uh, yeah. Mr. Jim York, dude number one, welcome back, man. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. How are Mr. you? Mr. York, we just divided the United States in half. Which side are you on? <laughs> I'm on right around the Kentucky line. Kentucky line. I know I have go. to move if y'all try to divide it up. <laughs> you leave for 20 minutes, we're gonna brought the country up. Yeah, <laughs> I know. We don't. Want- y'all got y'all got all kind of grandiose ideas that don't work out. You know, yeah. like like Kentucky, 68 percent of all their money comes from federal government. Tennessee. A lot of their money, 40%, 40 cents of every dollar comes from the federal government. So you need that coalition of the United States of America to keep it viable. And send me those numbers. I, look, I like to look at them, A. But B, the, you say the federal government. That's not the federal government's money. It's taxpayer money. So you need to really start there. Well, once you, know, you know, once you, it's like donating to a charity, Ron. When you donate your money to a charity, they spend it the way they want to. You can't go back and say, I want you to spend it this way. That's, it's all over. No, no, but, charity has spent. But, but rich people tend rules. not to pay it, so they don't worry about it. You know, unless you're the Clinton Foundation, you don't. You, you have to supposed to do it under certain rules, give it away to people. There's rules okay. that I have a foundation. I'm, I have my own foundation. I know the 501c rules. You yeah. can't just give it all willy nilly the way you want to. That's not true. Well, you know, your organization has rules, but you know, there's been enough stuff done no, behind organizations, like secrets, and everything that that they violate a lot of laws. That well, Jackson I mean, woman they, down in Houston, Texas, was giving her, you know, foundation money to her nephews and kids to go to college. You can't do that. There's rules you can't do. You know, the, when the, they attack, Mark, then they, 
know, they tried to ruin the Tea Party back in the day. They went after the, the, the Tea Parties. You know, the uh, Lois Lerner and the IRS went after the Tea Party as a way the federal government pushed back on you know anyone that would be contrary to their views. Yeah, the way we tackle, Marshall Blackburn's way we, been taking care of our family on taxpayer dollars for years. Well, the way we handle that, Mr. York, is we just don't send the money to Washington anymore. It goes straight to the state of Tennessee, and uh, and uh, oh man, now, and that's, not not that's, to Washington. That's a big, not to Washington. That's a big back. problem. Uh, it's not a problem for me. Uh, got got seventeen or more legislators in Tennessee right now on yeah. the investigation for fraud uh, and voucher stuff uh, going well, on. They're a lot more trustworthy than anybody in Washington. The, the Adam Schiff, Lord, they, they, not even the well, Democrats, uh, not even the Democrats. Uh, you know, defend him when he's called a liar and a leaker. <laughs> and uh, he used to be, a, he used to be a federal prosecutor too. I, just, I, I would, if I was, if the government was sane, I'd go, I'd go review all his cases he did as a prosecutor because the guy's totally dishonest, yeah. totally corrupt. Will say anything he needs to say, hiding behind the shield of an attorney, and you know the rights of co- congressmen to say what they want and get away with it. So I, I would review all his cases, and I also would do Kamala Harris's cases too. Here's a woman that smoked weed. People wait for thirty years for selling pot. Ron, everybody smoke weed, shucks. You know you probably. Well, she's putting people in prison for it, Mr. York. She's putting people in prison for it. I mean, that was the law. That was the law. You don't see the hypocrisy there. You don't see that was the law at the time. Well, she she should have been smoking pot. She should go to jail herself, right? And as laws change, adjustments are made. You know. Well, the answer to that is nobody should be prosecuted for marijuana. But uh, right, uh, you smoke a little reefer now? No, Miss York, I never have <laughs> and don't. But I've been in the criminal law business for forty years, and I've never seen anybody beat their wife because of marijuana, have a wreck because of marijuana, rob a store because of marijuana. I, you know, now sometimes they got some other stuff, alcohol and drugs going along with the marijuana, and bad things happen. But I've never seen anything bad solely because of marijuana. It yeah. just doesn't happen. Yeah, and that's why. You're about right way back with that, the, you know. That's why back in the day, uh, Delk and I guess Mr. York, I became a libertarian rather than a Republican. Is if you look at the ideas of the Libertarian Party. They've been way ahead of everything else, and it's, and it's tethered to one fundamental truth: government should be limited in what they do. Why don't y'all the, start your the own? War, party? The war on drugs was a disaster. Why don't you start your own party, Ron? Why why are y'all hanging on with the Republicans? Well, they're they're more accommodated than Democrats. You would think. I've I've said this to Democrats. Well, I'm, I'm not saying be a Democrat. I'm saying why don't the liber- if you if there are so many libertarians, why don't they start their own party? Because you guys are a monolithic group of bureaucrats who, who suck money from government. We you have nothing to do with right. the GOP. And you mean, say the GOP is not tolerant, but I, I was pro gay marriage. I was pro- anti wars. These wars. I was pro pro choice, and I was I was for, for legalized marijuana. And again, and you though, think the Democrat Party, I would, I would be housed within there. Yeah, you guys are so intolerant of anyone who puts up any form of argument against your 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 dogma that you just run them out of the party. You're, you you vote the same way. The, the thing about McCarthy, I wrote about it this week. At least the Democrat, the Republican Party has robust debate about issues. Right? All right. You guys don't. What, what's the, what's the last issue you Republicans have no debate about nothing. Time, they fall in line like sheep. Time to take a no, break. You guys fall in line like sheep. When's Time. the last debate the Democrat Party's had on, right. on, on sheep of the issues?
This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. We know that Jeep owners are one of a kind. Choose from our huge inventory or build your own one-of-a-kind Jeep from the ground up. Stop by today and one of our product specialists will help you customize the Jeep you want. Wrangler, Grand Cherokee, and Grand Wagoneer in the perfect color. Gotta have them options, powertrain, and more. And now, take advantage of the Jeep Wave program. More free maintenance at no additional cost. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. I received this beautiful ring, but it needs to be sized. Where should I go? Tillis Jewelry, of course. We will be happy to size your ring no matter where it was purchased. Each of our goldsmiths had over 30 years experience. Tillis Jewelry's repair shop is in store and always on time. Stop by and let us give you a free estimate today. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia and Lewisburg. Owned and operated by Rick, custom designer, and Terry, registered gemologist. Assuring you the best jewelry value and expert services. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Kick off the new year with new home upgrades from Hiller. This month, when you buy something you need for your home, we'll give you something you want. For a limited time, when you purchase a new whole home generator, new tankless water heater, or select new HVAC systems, we'll give you a free 55-inch TV, free solo smokeless stove, or a free Nintendo Switch. Pick your prize when you upgrade essential systems for your home. Don't wait. Book online at happyhiller.com today. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Do you have an unused car, truck, motorcycle, boat, or RV taking up space? Put it to good use by donating it to the NASCAR Foundation. Proceeds help fund medical resources for children in our racing community. Your wheels can heal. Call 844-NASCAR-9 and we'll come tow away your vehicle for free. The process is quick and your gift is tax deductible. Call 844-NASCAR-9 to donate your vehicle to the NASCAR Foundation today. Your donation will help our children survive and thrive. I'm talking to my favorite grocer. I've got Miles Johnson on the phone. What kind of specials you got for us this week? Well, for the whole one-week ad, we have ribeye steaks, $6.99 a pound, whole boneless ribeye for $5.99 a pound, three-pound bag yellow onions, $1.99 each, and Coca-Cola six-packs, two for nine. Wow, some great deals right there. And these specials will run through till next Tuesday, correct, Miles? That's correct. All right, and of course, your regular hours are 7 a.m. to 9 p.m., seven days a week. 
got some great specials there. I'm telling you, you need to go check them out. That is for sure. The store is stocked very well. Uh, the people are very friendly, and they'll help you find whatever you need. It's easy to get in and out of. Uh, you got some a very friendly staff working there, and we really appreciate. I know I come in there from time to time as well. So, Miles, thank you as always. We appreciate talking to you. Uh, I'll talk to you next week, and you and the folks at Foodland have a great day. All righty. Thank you. You too. Thank you. back three dudes with a view my name is del kennedy i'm dude number three dude number two clayton harris how you doing doing well del good morning everybody dude number one we got him back mr jim york how are you good morning del good morning everybody and regular special guest to native favorite son of columbia ron hart how you doing good morning good morning all right first of all coach mike lyle is on the board here with us and um i'm gonna get him to tell you about it but his church the southgate church of christ uh, has got a team and they their outreach they've become particularly focused and experts in um, disaster relief and uh, we're down in Selma, Alabama there's eight dead uh, severe damage uh, churches uh, they've reached out to down there saying they're overwhelmed in terms of disaster relief and Southgate Church of Christ right here in Murray County is doing some about it. Coach, what do you have, what do you have to? Yeah, we've got it. We have a uh, a food trailer, a kitchen, basically a rolling kitchen that uh, we're going to take down there with a team of about eight people to uh, spend about three days down there, and hopefully in those three days we're going to provide about eighteen hundred meals, uh, about you know about two hundred in each time slot, you know breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and, and stuff like that to kind of give them some relief. The uh, uh, the Oak Ridge Road uh, Church of Christ down there has been doing a really good job of, of taking care of the people there on site and, and, and stuff, but they're just getting tired, right? And they need a break for a little bit, and and uh, so we're going to send our team down there, and we're going to do the cooking and serving, and and uh, you know give them a give them three or four days to get back, get their legs back under them, and and, and stuff like that, and then. Uh, uh, we, you know, we'll step out and let them get back to what they do best with their home home folks. But uh, we spent all day yesterday getting ready. We were activated this weekend, and then we got we spent all day yesterday getting ready to to go. And and uh, they're leaving today at about eleven thirty. Uh, should be down there in about uh, four four and a half hours. And then uh, they'll uh, they'll get everything set up and be ready to start doing breakfast and lunch and dinner tomorrow now this is uh this is not the first time that southgate church of christ has done this y'all have got a, a disaster relief team yeah we've we formulated this team to respond to these kind of situations um and uh, we we purposely wait about a you know th- four or five days to a week after uh, the situation to number one find out where the greatest need is number two to be able to coordinate with the people in in the area there uh, when they go in they feed not only victims but a lot of the workers there that are in the cleanup process uh and, and stuff anybody that walks up to the anybody walks into the onto the church campus there or up the up to the trailer gets a meal and all they got to do is ask for it and and uh really don't even have to ask for it we see you walking up we're probably pulling it out and getting ready to hand it to you so <laughs> um but uh 
really want you to keep this group in, in mind. Uh, they, we've been to uh, Waverly was our first one. It was our first time we went out and kind of got our, pardon the pun, got our feet wet there you go. <laughs> with that. Uh, then they went up to Benton, Kentucky with that situation. So we, we've, we've got a couple of situations where we find it a little bit. Um, this is our, our third big effort, and uh, we, we hope to be able to, to offer this in, in – in, in a long time now these things these efforts don't come free though all right and uh, if people want to help what do they do so uh, there's a couple of ways you can do this you can go to the southgatechurchofchrist.org our website there church website and once you get on that page uh down in the lower right hand corner is a blue give button if you hit that button it's going to ask you how much you want to give and then it's going to give you the chance to earmark it and all you got to do is put disaster relief or you know either Drop down menu, choose disaster relief effort, or type it in whichever one, whichever way they give it, uh, option they give you on that. Or you can uh, call the office at 931-388-7334. 931-388-7334. Uh, you can talk with our church secretary there, and she'll be able to guide you as to how to get the money into the right places and, and, and stuff or take it by the building. Uh, for that matter, if you want to bring it here by the station, uh, I'll make sure it gets to the right place. Uh, I am part of that team as far as uh, what the logistics and, and, and stuff like that. So I, I have a direct access to the team. I'll get the money directly to them. And uh, but uh, big thing right now, we 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 covet your your support, your your thoughts, and your prayers. Hope our team you know gets there safely, gets their work done efficiently, and, and then gets back safely. Okay. Uh, Southgate Church Christ, again, Murray Canyon's doing um, amazing things. The little engine that could. Uh, Mr. York, the, uh, we missed you yesterday. I understand that you were at a meeting this morning, and so <clears throat> we haven't gotten your thoughts on Martin Luther King Day. I went down yesterday to the ceremony on the square and heard a, a passionate moving speech by Dr. Krista Martin, and um, then saw them begin their march and there was a large crowd down there it was it was a good event it was a a, a celebratory but solemn event and uh i think tomorrow night at the cherry theater at six thirty, there will be uh another commemorative ceremony for dr king out at columbia state these events are all free open to the public um what are your thoughts here on martin luther king day 2023 Work in progress. <laughs> that's 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 about as short as I can put it. Still a lot of work in progress. Still a lot of things that need to be done. Uh, people need to get off the hate wagon, which doesn't seem like they want to. Uh, and and you know, we we're still striving to to you know. You got a lot of people that quote Dr. King talking about judge people by their character but they don't do that uh that's a farce uh they they look at people to see who they are and then they make their judgments so we still got a long way to go uh we have come a piece but it shouldn't be that we have to come anywhere you know if this is a nation that has a creed of life liberty and the pursuit of happiness for everybody it it should work for everybody uh, and and it doesn't, just doesn't, Dell. Uh, and that's what I was doing yesterday, reflecting on, you know, I, I'm on this station, and I can reflect between the two worlds that I've lived in, 
and what it used to be and what it is now and what it needs to be for the future generations. But I see the future generations stepping up and doing a, a greater job than what my generation did. Uh, they look at things a little bit differently and they move forward. So we still got a long, still got a long way to go. Uh, I'm not saying any, no gains have been made, but it hadn't gone far enough. And people still reflect on what used to be. And then we still have different little splinter groups that want to go back to the 1950s, the 1940s, 1920s, because they look at an individual and see that individual as less than them. And that's what we've got to get out of. They're, they're fearful of over nothing. And, and that drives hate and not only against African-Americans, but against other minorities in this country. And we've got to stop it. Uh, if this nation is going to continue to move forward, uh, it has to embrace all of the people here. All the people are immigrants here. And blacks were the only ones that were came here as slaves. I don't care where you go. They have made great progress. And in my lifetime, in one generation, uh, my parents didn't really get an education, but I did. And my children all have educations and advanced degrees. So they've made some progress. Uh, but that doesn't hold for every person in this country. There's still people who are who need jobs, who need education, who can't make a living, and, and who are striving. And there some people say, let them, let them fall. And there are some people saying, let's try to help them. And if de, de, de Tocqueville said that we were a helping, giving nation, uh, but somehow we have lost some of that somewhere along the line. And it's it's doggy dog, the old expression I, my grandfather used to say. But we're still working, and I don't think anybody's going to stop. There's good people uh, on both sides. <laughs> and, well, I'm, and there's, you know, I'm, I'm working toward trying to make this a more perfect union. Well, Mr. York, certainly I can agree with you that on what Dr. Martin Luther King said, that people should be judged by the content of their character, not the color of their skin. Uh, but I'm a little confused. I mean, I, uh, right here in Murray County, uh, and that's where I look. I, I'm not looking at you know other places because I don't really know what's going on there. But right here in Murray County, I've first of all, you, you know, uh, uh, public school education is available for free. You can attend two years at Columbia State Community College for free, uh, and certainly nobody's accused. Uh, either our public schools or our Columbia State of treating people of different races differently. Uh, so I'm not there. There have been no hate crimes here that in in <clears throat> years, decades. Uh, so I'm I'm a little I'm a little. No, what else needs to be church done? burning one of the one one of the first church burnings happened here in Murray County 
That uh, happened when Missionary Baptist Church. Well, that that is when? true, and that but that happened uh, thirty years ago, Mister. In, in the nineties, yeah, I, I prosecuted that crime. No, it wasn't thirty years ago. It was in the nineties. Was thirty years? That's ago. thirty years. It seemed like it's thirty years. Maybe time flies. Yeah, it's thirty years ago, and I prosecuted the people who but, did it. But you know sent that them, sent them to federal still... prison. Yeah, the the, yeah. the equality notion, Mister York. I yeah. mean, the, the bottom the, line, we we the Tocqueville also said this. American, go ahead, Ron. Yeah, I'm sorry. The Tocqueville also said this, and you got to really think about this. Americans Americans are so enamored with equality that they would rather be equal in slavery than unequal in freedom. There's not going to be equal outcomes in a free society. And your notion is there has to be equal outcomes for it to be fair. It's not the case. It's equal opportunity. And that's what we're trying to get to. I'm not sure Mr. York about equal outcomes. I'm not sure Mr. York said that. They ought to have an opportunity. They ought to have opportunity. And and it's just like the 600 kids that's in DCS. Are they going to have the same opportunity as everybody as other kids because they've had trauma in their families? And and you know that's the whole thing about certain minorities is that some of them had trauma and it it's a hard way to deal with life. And and everybody's not going to have the same outcome. All right, folks, right. we we are Heading on out of here, and this is a Tuesday show. Uh, Ron, it's great to have you, Mr. York. Great to have you back after missing you the first of the week. Now, here's a news flash just in, folks. Uh, Wyoming, you got to love the great state of Wyoming. Uh, the legislature out there, and I think the governor's going to sign it, is banning electric vehicles in Wyoming. <laughs> you got it parked in his driveway. No Teslas in Wyoming, baby. <laughs> I bet you he's got one parked in his driveway like you, Dell. No, no Tesla zone. <laughs> All right, tomorrow, Wednesday, we'll see you. Have a great day, folks. Come on, keep them out. Smile on your brother, everybody gets a gift.